if the summer heat is making you uncomfortable, you know, down there, it's time to make sure you stay frosty where it counts with the new, brand new underwear from Tommy John. Yes, Tommy John mm. is the best. I love Tommy John. Ugh. This is, it, it, there's nothing better. It's one of those products that I've heard advertised a zillion times before I actually bought some. Mm-hmm. And now I just don't want to wear anything else. It's like yeah. I, you think there's hype to it and there's just mm. not. It, it, no. It's really true. I mean, the Tommy John loungewear, it's the first thing I yes. get into when I go home. <laughs> the first thing I do is change into Tommy John loungewear, and I stay that way. Yeah, I mean... My I, wife loves it. Oh, yeah. Because it's the only thing she ever sees me in. Yeah. <laughs> it's so comfortable. I don't know. I don't even so know how to great. explain it. Yeah. Uh, so let me tell you about how to get Tommy John, because Tommy John is uh, the it's the best that you can, you can get. Uh, it really is fantastic. Head over uh, to their website right now, tommyjohn.com slash back right now. You get 20% off your first order. 20% off right now at tommyjohn.com slash back. Tw- tommyjohn.com slash back. You're going to love this stuff. See site for details. for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program this week. 888-727-BECK. Of course, another tragedy on uh, the 4th of July yesterday. Uh, we'll get into that and a lot more in 60 seconds. If you've just gone through the past couple of years, you might think to yourself, I want to get out of this terrible blue state that I'm in and go somewhere where freedom is valued a little bit. Maybe you're one of those people. There's been hundreds of thousands of them that have moved from places like California and New York to uh, greener pastures in places that care about your rights a little bit. And if you are one of those people, you're going to need a real estate agent when you get there. Realestateagentsitrust.com is a company that Glenn started several years ago to make sure that he could find the best agent in your area. These are people who are screened. They are checked out. They have the best performance ratings in their area. And a lot of times they're fans of the show. They're people that share your values as well. So check it out. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Whether you're buying a home or you're selling a home, you're probably going to have to do both of them if you're moving across the country. Uh, Go with realestateagentsitrust.com. Have the best possible experience with your biggest financial transaction. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. The name kind of says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's Pat and Stu for uh, Glenn on uh, the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. Again, yesterday, just more senseless killing. It's just so hard to process this. And really, you can't. You just can't understand it. why Why this happens. People gather their families together. And show up at 6 or 7 in the morning with their lawn chairs and just try to enjoy a 4th of July parade. And then somebody starts shooting at them from from a rooftop. I, I, I don't understand it. Uh, apparently, this guy was known 
to law enforcement, which we've heard multiple times with these shootings lately, uh, if they're known and nothing happens, I don't, what kind of laws are we going to enact that stop this? Other than reversing our entire system of justice, right? Like we could yeah. go with the Chinese system where we arrest people when they look suspicious. And I will say that you if, do the future crime thing yeah, if you, with if you minority had that, report. You could do that. I mean, I will say if we had that law implemented and I saw this guy, I would have arrested him <laughs> because he looks as if he was about to wear a shirt that says I'm a future mass shooter. Uh, yeah. You look at yeah, he, a picture of this guy. Part. He looks the part. But that's not how our society operates. Wait, thankfully. you can't just arrest somebody if they look the part? Yeah. No, that's not how this works, <sighs> Pat. Yeah. Uh, huh. Now, I don't know if that's been challenged in the Supreme Court. We'll have to look into that. I, yeah. don't, I don't know. But I will say that this system of justice is better than the Chinese one. That is your mm-hmm. other option, though. You can go more and more toward that direction. You can start arresting people when they write scary things online or when they purchase a firearm. You can prevent them from purchasing a firearm. We can move toward that Chinese system mm-hmm. if we wish. Now, we're going to have to amend the Constitution a bunch of times to get there. So, you know, it's a lot of heavy lifting for the left. But that seems to be what they want here. They seem to be able to want to charge people with crimes before they commit them. And unfortunately, that's not that's not how this works. Now, we may find mm-hmm. out, you said they were known to police. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that covers a wide range of things. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it, it could mean that this person, you know, bought the gun illegally because they were so well known to police. They were barred from buying one. We we may find that out at some point. It's hard. I will say over the since Uvalde in particular, uh, in particularly, I, I have I have really I've really stopped jumping on the initial details <laughs> sort of bandwagon. Because right, they're wrong so often. <laughs> they're wrong yeah. so often. And, you know, right. this is something that people have complained about for a long time. The media is terrible. Oftentimes, especially when the police have issues, and again, I'm a big supporter of the police. I think generally speaking, they do a very good job, but occasionally they don't do a great job. And when that happens, Mm -hmm. they tend to leak details to the media that backs up some other narrative that makes them look a little bit better. Uvalde being a really prime example of that, as they, they were the heroes of the universe the day after that. And then not so much yeah, later not, on. Not so much. The more yeah. we learned, the less hero of the universe they seemed. <laughs> yeah, it really and did turn around quickly, they almost seemed like the opposite of the heroes. It did turn around quickly. Yeah, it did. So, But I, I, I found myself fascinated watching the coverage of this. Because every newspaper in America, every big news website was talking about this. And at some level, it's understandable, right? Like, as you mm-hmm. mentioned, it's a terrible tragedy. Here you are. Every everybody in this audience probably went out to a, a Fourth of July event in the most innocent way and, and want to just have a nice time with their family. For 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 a place like this to have that disturbed with you know gunfire from the, the rooftop of a building from some psychopath, it's obviously incredibly notable, right? It is. Yeah. It's notable and tragic and awful, and especially because so many people were going through that same sort of event this weekend. We should note that it didn't seem to happen anywhere else this is one event and it was really really bad but the same time that they're talking about six shot or six dead and 30 mid 30s i believe were the injury numbers Mm -hmm. incredible unspeakable tragedy at the same time in chicago Mm. nine people were shot and killed and 57 shot overall yes 
Mm-hmm. This weekend in Chicago, With and the it happens, strictest gun laws mm-hmm. in the country, and it happens in both places. every single weekend. Yeah, every weekend, this story comes out that nine dead, eight dead, twelve dead, six dead, seven dead. Every weekend, and mm-hmm. they don't care about it at all. They never mention it. They never mention it. The only time they ever mention it is because mm-hmm. you might bring it up and say, wait, what about all this violence in Chicago? So that they can call you a racist. Right. Now, who's the racist here, Pat? If you seem to care only about the white people at the parade being shot and not about the black and Hispanic people in Chicago that get shot every weekend, who's the racist here? I know. I don't think it's us. No, it is not. I actually do care about uh, the people who get shot. Which is why we bring it up. Yeah. We'd rather it not happen right. all the time in Chicago. Exactly. That or would be anywhere nice. else, for that matter. Yes. You know, there's a lot of cities where they suffer this way every week and every weekend. Baltimore, Philadelphia, New Orleans, Detroit. All of these cities are suffering with this same malady that Chicago does to one degree or another. And they don't care about any of it. They just keep doing the same Democrat policies. They just keep restricting guns, and it doesn't help at all. If it doesn't help in these areas where we see them employed, how is it going to help nationwide? It's so ridiculous. They're going after hundreds of millions of guns that are legally owned by law-abiding citizens, trying to micromanage their use. Mm Mm-hmm. Instead of going after, you know, a big, a much bigger problem. And I think one of the issues here is the reason why we talk about Chicago and Baltimore and these other big cities is not just because uh, Democrats run them into the ground constantly, although that I admittedly that's part of it. <laughs> you know, part, part of it is mm-hmm. to highlight how bad these policies are and how well they work in practice, which is terrible. Um, but it's not just that. It's also that, like, it's a much more sensible area to focus on. Like, it's really hard to stop one 22-year-old to get, from getting one gun and going on a rooftop and firing at unarmed people in a crowd. Like, it's really hard to stop that. Yeah. It, and the because, only way you stop it is because, thankfully, most people don't want to do it. Right. You know, that's the, it's just right. the truth. And, they, I mean, he's known to law enforcement. Yep. And yet he still got away with doing that. Right. right. In a state where uh, they have very restrictive gun laws uh-huh. and in an area that has very restrictive gun laws. And it's just really, really hard. Now, that doesn't mean you don't try to stop it. Obviously, we've talked about the mental health aspects, uh, stopping people with um, with criminal histories and mental health uh, factors from getting firearms is part of this focus that the, the, the left and the right kind of agree on. Right. Like we should mm-hmm. we should stop those people from getting guns. But, like, it's really difficult to do that. And it's one of those things where you're talking about a an amount of people, despite how much coverage it gets, that die every year from uh, from these crimes. It's almost impossible in a country of 330 million people to try to eliminate that entirely. And to make any difference on that number, you'd have to eliminate it entirely, right? Like, it's not like a crime where you shave... If you if you shave 20% off the amount of people who die in mass shootings every year, well, it would be great, and we want to do that, but it would make no difference in the gun violence total that we're talking about all the time. The way you can make a difference on those numbers are things like suicides. 
right? Preventing mm-hmm. suicides is a is a is a is a really big pool of people who die from gun violence. And it's much easier to try to do something about that. Crime in inner cities is another one. That's where almost all this stuff happens. Almost all of it. Yet it gets almost none of the coverage. And how do you how do you explain that? I, you can, if if it was the left explaining, I can guarantee you what they would say. They would say it's racism. You only care about mm-hmm. the white victims. You don't care about the black victims. That's what they would say. That's what they say about missing kids all the time, right? Yeah. Yep. Whenever there's a, a good-looking college girl that goes missing, man, that gets coverage from all the cable news channels. But if it's you know an inner-city uh, black male, they never get any coverage. And you know they say that all the time. That would be the explanation for sure. If this was the other way around, the, if the left was the one no question handling this, they would be critical of the media and say you don't care about the black victims, you only care about the white victims in the in the nice little suburbs who are going to their July Fourth. Uh, events that's what you care about because of the color of their skin now i i don't i don't think that that's the the reality here i think you know there is something to do with that sort of crime of spectacle and this big flashy thing but the problem with this is the reason why a mass shooting gets a lot of coverage is also the reason why they keep occurring because these psychopaths want this attention Mm -hmm. and so giving it to them constantly and we have not mentioned this person's name nor will we Giving them constant attention every time one of these things goes down does not help the situation. It makes it much worse. And it doesn't help our overall problem with gun violence. It literally does everything it shouldn't and none of the things it should. Yet, this is the way it happens every time, Pat. And that's why we're not playing his uh, diatribe, you you know, the little video he he produced. I, I don't want to give him that satisfaction and that publicity. But he does have a rambling, weird video that he put out that kind of gave hints to what he might be planning to do here Mm. and then he went out and did it but i don't don't know how you stop it when you see even if you see the video even if law enforcement sees the video can you go arrest the guy because of what he said he didn't clearly say i'm going to go kill people at the fourth of july parade maybe you could get him on a uh, terroristic threat at that point but that's not what he did so i don't i don't know how you stop him uh even being known to law enforcement unless he's committed some sort of crime right and really what you could do is try to again convert this country into one that that does not have innocence until proven guilt right like that's yeah. what you can do right you can try you can move that line now red flag laws attempt to move that line right that's what they are and perhaps if you have their someone, future crimes their future crimes and perhaps if you had you know like they're going to say well i don't i don't know i don't remember off the top of my head the red flag law situation in illinois uh, and I don't know if, you know, we don't know the details of this anyway. I mean, whether it was enacted or how it worked, we'll know, you know, within weeks, I'm sure. But the, the bottom line is, if you have someone who's off kilter and you report them, then maybe you could take their guns. Was this, but like, again, for how long are you delaying the inevitable here? You, if you haven't mm-hmm. committed a crime, all you're doing is delaying it, which is good. It's better than, than you know. It's better than not delaying it, but their trade-off here of getting rid of our system of justice to attempt these things, knowing that 99.5% of the people caught up in these red flag laws will not have done anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're just going to be, you're going to be essentially punishing people for nothing in almost all cases. That's how this works. And you, the farther you go down that line, the farther you go down the reversal 
of the relationship between innocence and guilt, the closer you get to places like China. And you can do it. Lots of countries do it. You can go live in one of them. They're, they're wonderful. Flights are pretty expensive right now, but you can get there. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. I have a friend who went overseas uh, this past weekend, and they're still doing... It was, an, it was The first leg of this flight was eight hours. And then there was another five hour and another three hour, I think, after that. It was, you know, they're going to like Africa for some something that I'll never do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. And then I heard they have to wear <laughs> a mask the whole time. Oh. They're still masking on these international what? flights. Really? Can you imagine? I can't. I can't can, imagine. I can't so like 13 hours, no, 15 hours no. on a mask? No, no. And I'm not then, doing it. By the way, an eight-hour layover someplace in an airport where they oh. also have to be masked the whole time. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? No. No. I can't do it. I can't. No, I can't do it. I won't do it. No, I will. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't do and it you get without a, the mask. a massive price for that, too. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine. So, how congratulations. It's like going to like Mount Kilimanjaro or something. It's like... Jeez. That's probably an amazing experience to probably. talk about when you come home. And okay. I got to say, I think most of the questions are going to be about the flights. Yeah. Not about the mountain. <laughs> right. <laughs> 888-727-BECK. Life is about being active. Whether it's about going on your daily tasks or exercising, you know you're well when you're regularly active. But what happens when being active actually hurts by the end of the day? This is the position I found myself in a number of years ago. Everything I wanted to do in my daily life, all of the activity it called for was held captive to almost constant nagging pain. When I heard about Relief Factor, I was skeptical, but my wife said, give it a chance. Not long after I took it, I could feel the pain begin to melt away and i've been taking it ever since and i can tell you that relief factor has helped me get my life back i love that it's not a drug but it was developed by doctors and about 70 percent of the people who try it go on to order more your first step to becoming pain-free just might be ordering a three-week quick start for only 1995 go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief 800 for relief or relieffactor.com find out all about this offer and feel the difference Okay, so your friends are going to Mount Kilimanjaro. Are they climbing Mount Kilimanjaro? I don't know all the details. I mean, they know there's helicopters now, right? You could take a helicopter. Even there? Uh, Yes. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's... I think there'd be a place to land. 19,000 feet? Yeah, it's one of the highest peaks in the world. Now, I don't think they're like... They're not expert mountain climbers. I don't think they're going to the top, but I guess there's like a bunch of hikes and different levels of things you can do there. No. And it's an amazing thing to do. Like the stories are going to be incredible, but here's here's the crazy detail about this. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a couple. (laughs) One of them is a friend of Lisa's who is in shape, works out every day, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, the, the typical person you'd think would think it would be desirable to go, yeah. hike on a mountain okay go to africa and hike mount kilimanjaro right okay yeah. you uh-huh. know those people exist i they seem completely foreign to me and I, me there's too. another species essentially but yeah okay it goes to the gym every day she did uh pinatubo i believe in the in the past who so, hasn't right every, you know who among us pat and i oh uh, how many we, times we, did, we used to have a, an mount, annual trip yeah to we pinatubo to pinatubo we would do it was a semi-annual actually yeah it was it yeah. was semi-annual you're right <laughs> <laughs> it was we used to take listeners it was great um 
But so she's done that before. She can uh-huh. handle it. Her her significant other in this situation mm-hmm. is fascinating because he's like a normal guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, if, like us. if yeah, like w- the first time we went to Pinatubo, think of that. <laughs> think of your mindset that, you know, he's not like a gym rat. Yeah. He's not like a marathoner. He's not. A, he's just a guy. He's like a normal yeah. guy. He's not in bad shape, but he's just a, like a normal guy. You just mm-hmm. like he's just going and he didn't train for this at all. <laughs> he didn't prepare. He didn't train. He didn't like run, you know, a couple of miles a day to get ready for this. He's just jumping from like office life to Kilimanjaro the words rude awakening come to mind <laughs> like, well, it's funny because isn't there a part of you that thinks i can get through anything for a couple of days you know what i mean yeah i can get through any uh, you know it's gonna suck and i'm probably gonna be miserable mm-hmm. for a couple of days but i'll get through it it's not that big no you won't no this is a terrible idea like that. yeah no uh what you'd be hoping for is that your flight would be canceled right i would think and that could happen. This is when, could happen. like, halfway there, you inject yourself with COVID. And you just, I can't, you know, oh, darn it. I'm, all of a sudden, oh, I got Yeah, what a, what a hassle. Oh, well, you go on your own, honey. Like, that's, that's what you <laughs> Don't do. Don't let me stop you. No. <laughs> but I'm going to be holed up in the uh, hotel. Or, at the very least, you somehow acquire a positive COVID test that someone else has taken, and you just stuff it in your luggage, and mm-hmm. then you just pull it. Oh, my God. I, I just... I decided I didn't feel great. I decided to take a test and look at this. There it is. I've tested positive. Speaking of the flights, though, did you see that Delta Airlines was offering $10,000 to people to give up their flight? <laughs> really? $10,000. Sold. Yeah. I I'm think I taking take that. that. Yeah. Because I've been in that situation where that. it's escalated to levels that have yeah they started me. at five thousand oh wow so I've i think never i would have been tempted high. at five thousand i've never seen it that high i haven't either i've seen it at like we'll give you three hundred dollars yeah. or a discount on your next flight no no thank you they usually give they you do. that thing where they're like uh it gives you at least america i think it's american airlines that does this and they give you like three options they're like you know we need someone to leave how much would you take to leave and you could pick the highest one there's like a middle one and a low one mm-hmm. so i every once in a while i'll click the highest one i'll be like you know if they're gonna give me sixteen hundred dollars yeah I'll, i'm gonna change my flight but ten ten thousand i mean i'm, I, I'm in i think i'm oh, in on that taking that because i'm flying for years yeah on this <laughs> right. right like i'm, I'm flying right. i'm gonna be like i'm gonna have the pilot deal where i get to just like hop in into the into the plane and go wherever i want for years on that yeah it'd be awesome uh, that awesome. would be worth $10,000. Incredible. I have a vacation coming up. There's no way I'm getting to the location, is there? No. There's no way. No. <laughs> it's not happening. The Glenn Back Program. Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog, Uno, has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some for themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for them. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. 
Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor of Rough Greens, was on the phone with me last week. He doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try. So right now, he's got a special gift available. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33. Put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier. Your daily antidote to the socialism virus. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Pat Gray, Stuber Gear. Pat and Stu for Glenn this week. 888-727-BECK. Something that uh, happened that can't happen because it doesn't happen anywhere but here. Uh, there was a mass shooting in Copenhagen, uh, which is not in this country. I don't, I don't know if you're aware of that, but Copenhagen is not in the United States. Not Copenhagen, Texas. No, it's not. Copenhagen, Denmark. And uh, six, uh, three people were killed. Multiple people shot and wounded at a mall in Copenhagen. So I, I think somebody's lying there because it doesn't happen in other countries. It only happens here, hmm. as it did again on the 4th of July, of course. Uh, and there was another shooting, yeah. interestingly, but it involved police shooting a suspect. Yeah, I just have right? to mention here on the Denmark thing, because people will say, well, yeah, one shooting, mm-hmm. one, how many have you had? In the, Uni- in the United States. 264 this <laughs> right. year alone. Oh, and we have to get into that because that, that's really a frustrating part. Oh, it is. Because it, no, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. But like the, the Chicago shooting, mm-hmm. right? What they love to do is ignore the fact that nine were killed and 57 shot in Chicago. Uh, separate from the mass shooting that happened yeah. at the, uh, in, the, in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. They want to ignore that and only talk about the mass shooting. But... They get to have things both ways because then they will include multiple incidents from Chicago over the weekend and call them, yes. quote unquote, mass shootings and insert them into this number they keep building, which everybody who's looked at knows is ridiculous. But they keep doing it anyway because they so they get the best part of both worlds. They get to blame guns for the incident and build their mass shooting numbers while completely ignoring that their own cities and their own policies are the places all of these things are occurring. Yes. It's right. fascinating. It's and really in the places with the strictest gun control in the country. Yes. Like Chicago. Fascinating. Um, by the way, uh, six million people in Denmark. Okay. There's six million. Six we have million. 330 million. So we have mm-hmm. what, 60 times almost as many people. So in theory, if all else was equal, which it's not, if all else were equal, you would expect to hear uh, about a shooting in Denmark approximately one sixtieth of the amount of time. Right. So when you do this, and they do this all the time, they lean on things like, for example, New Zealand's per capita deaths from mass shootings are higher than ours because they've had like three or four really bad ones. I mean, Despite two really the fact bad ones that they have. 
taken guns from their yeah, citizens. They have nothing. Not only did they ban them, they took them from those who had guns. And, and I, the thing you're talking about is probably the after the Christchurch shooting, which was this really terrible one that happened a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. But they did the same thing after the previous mass shooting, which Christchurch was after. Jeez. Right? They took yeah, away right. tons of guns the first time too. Right. So, you know, I, we went through all this. If you go to uh, Stu, Stu Does uh, America on YouTube, that we did a gun special. We went through all of the mass shooting numbers and, and showed all this data just to, to show that, like, because these things, I'll be honest, do feel like they happen a lot here. And it sucks. It they really do. does. It, it feels, do. I mean, I talk to people who are big Second Amendment supporters and aren't talking about taking guns away, but still are just, gosh, I can't believe this is happening. What do we do about it? And... That is a legitimate conversation. We should do something, whatever we can, within the bounds of the Constitution and our law and our traditions. Mm-hmm. We should we should do something. Um, on the other hand, we do have to realize you do not need to be terrified every time you go to a Fourth of July parade. Like just statistically, your chances are your still. chances. Every, think of how yeah. many people yesterday went to mm-hmm. this parade. I mean, like, like this is a. A kind of a, a crazy we probably way. had 20 parades just in the metroplex here. right oh yeah at least and nothing happened at any and of them. nothing happened in any of them right uh it, you know your chance if you went to let's say there's i don't know i'm throwing up i did this with schools because it, this is the real number for schools but there's 150,000 schools in the united states mm-hmm. 150,000. the fact that you can name three incidents from the past you know 10 years at schools from sandy hook to parkland to Uvalde, or the three. Now, obviously, there have been other incidents in between, but they've mm-hmm. you know much smaller the scale. Were the huge three ones. massive scale incidents yeah. over a, a decade with one hundred and fifty thousand schools. It number one highlights how impossible it is uh, to stop. Right? Mm-hmm. It, th- how do you stop three incidents over a decade in one hundred fifty thousand schools where kids are going to these schools one hundred and eighty days a year? It can happen on any at any of these schools on any of these days. So fi- finding and stopping an incident like that is really, really hard. It's, it, you know, you can make it worse by some of the actions that it looks like the police did not take in Uvalde. But like to actually mm. stop it is really difficult. Sometimes they do and they do stop some of them. Um, but the same thing is with these Fourth of July parades. Then think about the actual parade. How many people went to that parade? Probably 5,000, 10,000. Mm-hmm. We do have, we have six people dead, which is horrible. And I can't, it's hard to overstate how terrible it is. But it's also important to put in perspective. Even if you went to the parade, your chances of, uh, of, being, of shot being shot were, were very low. Yeah. And even if you got shot, it seems like about 80% of people survived. So, yeah. I mean, like, it's important to put that stuff in perspective. It doesn't make it any better for the families. It doesn't make it any better. It doesn't mean we shouldn't try to stop it. But it is important to to keep things in perspective and not live your life in constant terror, which is what the media seems to want you to do. Yeah. You know, like the chances of these things happening to you are much lower than you getting into a terrible car accident. Like I, the, there are other things to worry about that are much more prominent. Um I went like three steps off of where we were going there. Uh, we were talking about the Cop- Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Is it Co- we, are we, have we settled on Copenhagen now? Because that's what I want. I'm staying on Copenhagen. I, I'm not going to Copenhagen. You can call it Copenhagen all you want in I the mainstream not. media. I'm not going there. But it, so. it's true that like, yes, they have fewer events in Denmark than mm-hmm. we do. But that's also partially just because they don't have a lot of people. They also don't have a lot of racial strife mm-hmm. in Denmark. 
because they're all they're, they're all, all the same all race. Same. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're, they're all, all white people who have lived there for yeah. seventy five centuries. And <laughs> honestly, like it's so cold at times, you can understand why. Like people are just like, look, I don't want to go. Not even there. going outside, no. let alone shooting anybody. I'm not doing it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of aspects that go that go into that. There was another shooting. And again, this is the same type of thing where the media tries to convince all black people that they should be terrified of police because they are out on the hunt for you all the time. This is what police do. They wake up in the morning. They have donuts. Mm -hmm. This is the one thing we know about police officers. They have to have donuts. And after they have donuts, they walk around looking for black people to shoot at the streets for no particular reason. This is the narrative Mm -hmm. we get from the media all the time. This is what they do. So there's a case in Akron. And they had a, um, the guy's name was uh, Javon, Jav- uh, Jalen Walker. And Jalen Walker was uh, was going to be pulled over for a traffic stop. And of course, the narrative is, to just give you the summary in case you don't know the story, if, and you wanted to read a media story, the guy um, was unarmed, black man, running from police, was shot at about 60 times. By police. By police. Mm-hmm. And you no know one, this should not happen. Over a traffic stop, Pat. No, it should. should not happen. No, that's over right. A traffic stop. No, mm-hmm. it should not, and it shouldn't. I would agree. You, in fact, mm-hmm. you are the king of traffic stops. You've been pulled over fifteen thousand <laughs> times since you moved to Texas. Mm-hmm. It's never happened to you. Why? Because no. you're white. White. That's the only reason. I'm white. Now, I assume you did all the things that J- Jalen Walker did in this particular story, and you just—they just at the end said, "Oh gosh, Pat Gray, you're so silly. I can't believe you just drove away from us like this." But like, so what happened was. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, if, if this sounds familiar to you in the way you deal with police right. incidents yeah. when you get pulled over, Pat. Okay. Known speeder, Pat Gray. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Jalen Walker gets pulled over for a traffic stop. He then Was he speeding? Uh, I don't know if he was speeding, honestly, okay. on that part of the story. But he sure decides, he feels apparently, for some reason, things might not go well. Now, maybe he's guilty of a crime. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's just terrified of police officers. I don't know. Yeah. But he decides to uh, leave... And not pull over and run from police in the car. Uh, So he's driving away from police. Okay. Uh, He eventually gets surrounded by police cars, pulls over again, and then leaves again. Somehow escapes the situation. And uh, once again... So far, this is really familiar. I've done this, I don't know, probably 15, 20 times. 15, 20 times. And never been shot at. Never been shot at. Amazing. That white skin really gets you out of those problems. It does. And so he then escapes from cops. Uh, While he's driving... Mm -hmm. He fires his gun out the window. Okay. Now, when... It's logical. When you are being chased by police mm-hmm. and you fire a gun out the window, yeah, you have escalated this beyond just running from the police. You have now fired a weapon out the window. Now, we to give the disclaimers here, this is what we're told uh, you know, from the police. This is their justification, right? So... Mm-hmm. We should be skeptical uh, over these things as people are, you know, should be treated with skepticism, as we saw in Uvalde, right? Like at at times you have to make sure sometimes they don't tell the truth. Mm -hmm. However, in this particular case, there's no indication that they know the driver is black at this point. And the officer says it while they're driving. Okay, he just fired a gun out the window. Uh, We have shot. We have a shot fired. This is before they've even had an interaction with him. So it would be Mm -hmm. really hard to come up with a situation in which. Like, they don't even know he's black yet, uh, and they're planting this information before they even see him, before they, like, it's just, it would mm-hmm. be too much for any reasonable conspiracy theory. But 
I'll allow for the possibility anyway, because you never know in these situations. Eventually, he gets out of the car, decides to run from police. He gets out of the car on foot, runs from police, then turns around back toward police, mm-hmm. and they shoot him a bunch of times. Now, for some reason, the focus of the story is how many times they shot him. Once dead, does it really matter how many times you've been shot? I know <laughs> from watching many, many movies, Pat, mm-hmm. that... You watch the movie and you, you, they, they shoot the bad guy and then they all start celebrating and hugging each other while the bad guy gets up slowly in the background. When, when you use a firearm, like that's what you're, you're trying to disable the person who may be trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. And the police, after seeing this guy already fire a weapon seemingly at them, kind of had an indication he may be violent. Right. So when he turned to them, they fired him. They hit him a bunch of times. I, I mean, look, if they shot him and he was dead and then they walked up to him and shot him a thousand more times there would be criticism to to be uh put on the police officers though it wouldn't change the outcome it wouldn't make it more tragic he was already dead well but then he was mega dead maybe then right? he was he mega, was mega dead. doppler dead mega doppler dead yeah wow that's yeah. that sounds bad. and that's that's bad that's bad yeah you don't want that but like there are times where math comes into play here and let me walk people through the math if they're not familiar with this did particular they not find the gun on him when they shot him? They did not. They, but that, that's the wow. argument from the lawyer. He was unarmed. Okay. At least that's what they're saying. He uh-huh. was unarmed. Well, an unarmed guy firing a weapon out the window, I don't, that doesn't compute to me. Mm. Okay? Here's the math of the situation, though. This is advanced level calculus, Pat. If you do X, Y, and, X and Y, Z often occurs. If you run from police, if you fire weapons at police... If instead of falling down on the ground and putting your hands behind your back, you turn back toward police during a chase, mm-hmm. oftentimes you will get shot. Yeah. The color of your skin is not material to that equation. And people, well, disproportionately, look at the actual numbers. I'm not going to bother breaking them down for you. That's a nonsensical argument that isn't true about, I mean, this mm-hmm. is you know from criminologists, an African-American criminologist who went through the numbers and said, actually, it looks like white people are more likely to get shot in these incidents. So don't, don't even bother with that nonsense. But the bottom line is you can't, you should not do those things. The police may have acted improperly. Maybe we will find out they didn't fire a weapon and they had some big conspiracy against this guy. If that's true, obviously none of this applies. But either way, you don't run from police you don't turn back toward them uh, when they are asking you to get down on your knees you certainly do not fire weapons out them out of a, a speeding car was that a chris rock uh sketch at one time <laughs> i think you're right I, I think he talked about that i think you're right How to i'm not gonna use the words you over. he used yeah but, uh, to recreate it <laughs> oh but but yes i think you're right yeah you know and you might look into that and listen to that for pretty good safety tips you know he was being funny but it was a good safety tip what he was trying to tell everybody um you know just don't act like that don't run from police don't shoot at police and then chances are better that you're not going to get shot yeah you might not eliminate every single bad outcome because sometimes police do act terribly sometimes Mm -hmm. they just act inappropriately and wrong not based Mm -hmm. on race but just yeah handle a situation terribly or poorly or maybe they're corrupt or maybe they're violent who knows does happen mm-hmm. but you're going to eliminate 99.9 percent of the stuff <laughs> yes, you are if you just don't act like that triple eight seven two seven b-e-c-k pat and Stu for glenn on the glenn beck program stay informed sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com
these days you use your personal information to do just about everything, especially when you're online. But with all that information just floating out there, it can make the Internet a practical goldmine for identity thieves. Actually, that's, that's not fair to gold miners. Mining is actually hard work. Stealing your identity is dangerously easy. It's also incredibly costly and terribly frustrating if you get hacked. Now is an easy time to join up with LifeLock and help protect yourself with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock monitors your information and alerts you to personal identity threats. And if you are a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock. They can't protect you from everything. Nobody can, but they're the best in the business in my book. 800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 25% off your first year. Identity theft protection starts here. Pat and Stu for Glenn this week. A brilliant, brilliant Jessica Biel uh, tweet over mm. the weekend. Um, I guess they were in France at some point. She and uh, her man, Justin Timberlake. Mm. And uh, she tweeted out, you have croissants and women's rights? Damn, take me back. Yes, please. Uh, go oh, live yeah. forever. Stay, Stay, Stay in there France. Forever. That'd be great. Um, By all means, send us photos, but stay. Sure. (laughs) And I I don't think that anybody mentioned to her that France has a 14-week limit on abortions. Uh, Which is a week less, a a week more restrictions than the Mississippi law (laughs) that started all this. Right. Amazing. So, but don't worry about that. Look, a lot of people don't know the fact, maybe we should go through this at some point today, that Europe has tighter laws than right. the United States, even before, you know, I mean, before all this went down, uh, Europe's laws were more conservative than America's Quite laws on abortion. Quite a bit more. Yeah. Because we, like, had no restrictions uh, in many places. This is the Glenn Beck Program.